This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information for how you can volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Polls by Gerard Manley Hopkins. Read by Linda Liu. Part 3. Poem 15. The Caged Skylark. The Daregale Skylark scanted in a dull cage. Man's mounting spirit in his bone house, mean house, dwells. That bird beyond the remembering his free fells. This is drudgery, day laboring out life's age. Though aloft on turf or perch or poor low stage, both sing sometimes the sweetest, sweetest spells. Yet both droop deadly sometimes in their cells or ring their barriers in bursts of fear or rage. Not that the sweet fowl, song-fowl, needs no rest. Why, hear him, hear him babble and drop down to his nest, but his own nest, wild nest, no prison. Man's spirit will be flesh-bound when found at best, but uncumbered, meadow down is not distressed or rainbow footing it, nor he for his bones risen. Poem 16 In the Valley of the Owe I remember a house where all were good to me, God knows, deserving no such thing, comforting smell breathed at every entering, fetched fresh, as I suppose, of some sweet wood. That cordial air made those kind people a hood all over, as a bevy of eggs the mothering wing will, or mild nights the new morsels of spring. Why, it seemed of course, seemed of right it should. Lovely the woods, waters, Meadows, combs, vales, all the air things wear that build this world of whales. Only the inmate does not correspond. God, lover of souls, swaying considerate scales, complete thy creature, dear, or where it fails, being mighty a master. Being a father and fond. Poem 17 The Loss of the Eurydice Founded March 24th, 1878 1. The Eurydice, it concerned thee, O Lord, Three hundred souls, O alas, on board, Some asleep, unawakened, all unwarned, Eleven fathoms fallen. Two. Where she foundered, One stroke felled and furled them, The hearts of oak, And flock-bells off the aerial, Downs forefalls beat to the burial. Three. For did she pride her, Freighted fully, On bounded bales or a hoard of bullion, Precious passing measure, Lads and men her laid in treasure. For 
She had come from a cruise, training seamen, men, bold boys soon to be men, musket, worst weather, blast bowl and bloom together. 5. No Atlantic squall overwrought her, or rearing billow of the Biscay water. Home was hard at hand, and the blow bore from land. 6. And you were a liar, O blue March day. Bright sun lanced fire in the heavenly bay. But what black Boreas wrecked her, he came equipped, deadly electric. 7. A beetling bulb bright cloud thorough England riding. There did stores not mingle, and hail ropes hustle and grind their heaven gravel. Wolf snow, worlds of it, wine there. 8. Now Kara's broke, keep goes under in gloom. Now it overvaults, appled or comb. Now near by Ventnor town it hurls, hurls of Boniface down. 9. Too proud, too proud, what a press she bore. Royal in all her royals wore, sharp with her, shortened sail, too late, lost, gone with a gale. 10. This was at fell capsize, as half she had righted and hoped to rise, death teeming in by her portholes, raced down decks, round messes of mortals. 11. Then a lurch forward, frigate and men, all hands for themselves, the cry ran then, that she who had housed them thither was around them, bound them, or wound them with her. 12. Marcus Hare, high her captain, kept to her, carriage round and wrapped in cheers death would follow his charge through the champ-white water in a wallow. 13. All under channel to bury in a beach her cheeks, right, rude a feature, he thought he heard say, her commander, and thou too, and thou this way. 14. It is even seen, time something server, in mankind's medley a duty swerver at downright no or yes doffs all drives fool for righteousness fifteen sidney fletcher bristol bred low lie his mates now on watery bed takes to the seas and snows as sheer down the ship goes Sixteen. Now her after-draw, goalies too down. Now he rings for breath with a death-gush brown, Till a life-belt and God's will Lend him a lift from the sea-swill. Seventeen. Now he shoots short up to the round air, Now he gasps, now he gazes everywhere, But his eye no cliff, no coast or mark makes in the riveling snowstorm. 18. 
him, after an hour of wintry waves, a schooner sights with another and saves, and he boards her in oh such joy, he has lost count what came next, poor boy. 19. They say who saw one sea corpse cold, he was all of lovely manly mold, every inch a tar, the best we boast our sailors are. 20. Look, foot to forelock, how all things suit, he is strung by duty, is strained to beauty, and brown as dawning skinned, with brine and shine and whirling wind. 21. Oh, his nimble finger, his gnarled grip, leagues, leagues of seamanship, slumber in these forsaken bones, this sinew, and will not waken. 22. He was but one thousands more, day and night I deplore, my people and born own nation, fast foundering own generation. 23. I might let bygones be our curse, a ruinous shrine, no hand or worse. Robbery's hand is busy to dress, poor hallowed shrines unvisited. 24. Only the breathing temple and fleet life, this wild worth blown so sweet, these dare deaths, I, this crew, in unchrist, all rolled in ruin. 25. Deeply, surely, I need to deplore it, wondering why my master bore it, the riving off that race, so at home time was. To his truth and grace. 26. That a starlight wonder of ours would say, The marvelous milk was Walsingham way, And one, but let be, let be, More, more than was will yet be. 27. O oh, well wept, mother have lost son, Wept wife wept sweetheart would be one though grief yield them no good yet shed what tears sad true love should twenty eight but to christ lord of thunder crouch lay knee by earth low under holiest loveliest bravest save my hero o hero savest 29. And the prayer thou hearst me making have, and the awful overtaking, heard, have heard and granted grace, that day grace was wanted. 30. Not that hell knows redeeming, but for souls sunk and seeming fresh, till doom fire burn all, prayer shall fetch pity eternal. Poem 18. The May Magnificat. May is Mary's month, and I muse at that and wonder why. Her feasts follow reason, dated 
due to season. Candlemas, Lady Day, but the Lady Month, May. Why fasten that upon her, with a feasting in her honor? Is it only its being brighter than the most or must delight her? Is it opportunist, and flowers find soonest? Ask of her, the mighty mother. Her reply puts this other question. What is spring, growth in everything? Flesh and fleece, fur and feather, grass and green world all together. Star-eyed, strawberry-breasted, throstle above her nested, cluster of bugle blue eggs thin forms and warms the life within and bird and blossom swell in sod or sheath or shell all things rising all things sizing merry seas sympathizing with that world of good nature's motherhood their magnifying of each kind with the light calls to mind how she did in her stored magnify the lord well but there was more than this spring's universal bliss much had much to say to offering merry may when drop of blood and foamed apple bloom lights the orchard apple and thicket and thorpe are merry with silver surfeit cherry and azuring over gray bell makes wood banks and breaks and wash wet like lakes and magic cuckoo call caps clears and clinches all this ecstasy all through mothering earth tells mary her mirth till christ's birth to remember and exultation in God who was her salvation. Poem 19 Binzi Poplars Feld, 1879 My aspens dear, whose airy cages quelled, quelled or quenched in leaves the leaping sun, all felled, fell are all felt of a fresh and following folded rank not spared not one that dandled a sandaled shadow that swam or sank on meadow and river and wind wandering weed winding bank oh if we but knew what we do when we delve or hew hack and rack the growing green, since country is so tender to touch, her being so slender, that, like the sleek and seeing ball, but a prick will make no eye at all, where we, even where we mean to mend her, we end her, when we hew or dull, after comers cannot guess the beauty been ten or twelve only ten or twelve strokes of havoc unsell 
a sweet, a special scene, rural scene, a rural scene, sweet, a special rural scene. Poem 20. Dunscrotus's Oxford. Towery city and branchy between towers, cuckoo echoing, bell swarmed, lark charmed, rook racked, river rounded, the dapple-eared lily below thee, that country and town did once encounter in, here coped and poised powers. Thou hast a base and brickish skirt there, Sours that neighbor nature thy gray beauty is grounded best in. Graceless growth, thou hast confounded rural, rural keeping folk, flocks and flowers. Yet, ah, this air I gather and I release, he lived on. These weeds and waters, these walls are what he haunted. Who of all men most sways my spirits to peace? Of realty, the rarest feigned unraveler, a not rivaled insight, be rival Italy or Greece, who fired France for Mary without spot. Poem twenty one Henry Purcell The poet wishes well to the divine genius of Purcell and praises him that, whereas other musicians have given utterance to the moods of man's mind, he has, beyond that, uttered in notes the very make and species of man, as created both in him and in all men generally. Have fair fallen, O oh fair, fair have fallen, so dear to me, so arc especial, a spirit as heaves in Henry Purcell. An age is now since past, since parted, with a reversal of the outward sentence low lays in him, listed to a heresy here. Not mood in him nor meaning, proud fire or sacred fear, or love or pity or all that sweet notes, not as might nurse. It is a forged feature, finds me. It is a rehearsal of own, of abrupt self, there so thrusts on, so throngs the ear. Let him, oh, with his air of angels, then lift me, lay me. Only I'll have an eye to the sakes of him, quaint moon marks to his pelted plumage under wings, so some great storm-fowl, whenever he has walked his while, the thunder-purple, sea-beach plumed, purple of thunder. If a weathering of his palmy snow-pinions scatter a colossal smile off him, but meaning motion fans fresh our wits with wonder. Poem 22 Peace When will you ever peace? Wild wood dove, shy wings shut, you round me roaming end, and under be my bows. When, when peace will you peace? I'll not play hypocrite to my own heart. I yield you do come sometimes, but that piecemeal peace is poor peace, what pure peace allows, 
alarms of wars, the daunting wars, the death of it. Oh, surely, reaving peace, my lord should leave in lieu some good, and so he does leave patience exquisite that plumes to peace thereafter, and when peace here does house, he comes with work to do. He does not come to coo, he comes to brood and sit. Poem 23, The Bugler's First Communion Bugler boy from Barak, it is over the hill there. Boy bugler, born, he tells me, of Irish mother, to an English sire. He shares their best gifts, surely, fall how things will. This very, very day came down to us. After a boon he on, my late being there begged of me, overflowing boon in my bestowing came, I say, this day to it, to a first communion. Here he knelt then in regimental red, forth Christ from cupboard fetched. How fain I feet to his youngster take his treat, low latched in leaf-light housel, his too huge godhead. There, and your sweetest sendings, ah, divine, by it heavens befall him as a heart Christ, darling, dauntless, tongue true, bought and tauntless, breathing bloom of a chastity in man's sex fine, frowning and forefending angel warder, squander the hell rook ranks sally to molest him, march, kind comrade, abreast him, dress his days to a dexterous and starlight order. How it does my heart good, Visiting at that bleak hill, When limber liquid youth, That all I teach, Yields tender as a pushed peach, He's headstrong to its well-being, Of a self-wise self-will. Then, though, I should tread tufts of consolation, Days after, So I in a sort deserve to, And do serve God to serve to, just such slips of soldiery, Christ's royal ration. Nothing else is like it, no, not all so strains us. Fresh youth fretted in a bloomfall, all portending that sweet's sweeter ending. Rome both Christ is heir to, and there reigns. Oh, now well work that sealing sacred ointment, over now charms, arms, what bands off bad, and locks love ever in a lad. Let me, though, see no more of him, and not disappointment, though sweet hopes quell whose least me quickenings lift, in scarlet or somewhere of some day seeing that brow and bead of being, and our day's God's own Galahad, Though this child's drift seems by divine doom channeled, nor do I cry disaster there, but may ye not wrangle and roam in back wheels, though bound home, that left to the Lord of the Eucharist I here lie by. Recorded only, I have put my lips on pleas, would brandle adamantine heaven. With ride and jar did prayer go to
disregarded, bored-like, but, however, and like favorable heaven, heard these. Poem 24 Morning, Midday, and Evening Sacrifice The dapple die away, cheek and wimpled lip, the gold wisp, the airy gray eye, all in fellowship. This, all this beauty blooming, this, all this freshness fuming, give God while worth consuming, both thought and though now bolder, and told by nature, tower, head, heart, hand, heel, and shoulder, that beat and breathe in power, this pride of prime's enjoyment, take as for tool, not toy, meant, and hold at Christ's employment, vault and scope and schooling, and mastery in the mind, in silk ash kept from cooling, and ripest under rind, what life half lifts the latch of, what hell stalks towards the snatch of, your offering with dispatch of, End of part three. This recording is in the public domain.